Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fusion Church prayer event. All right, guys, so tonight our topic of discussion is doctrine, uh, sound doctrine. Uh, man, I, I want to share with you guys the importance of doctrine. That doctrine is really a set of beliefs held by the church, uh, beliefs about what we believe about God, who he is, whatnot, right? Theology is the study of God. Doctrine is what the church holds as truth about God. And there is a doctrine that leads to salvation. Uh, doctrine, there's doctrine that is important. Uh, there's doctrine that everything depends on it, right? Uh, one of which, the most important doctrine of all, is that we are made right uh, with God through Jesus Christ. And if we get that wrong, and we're in hot water. If we get that wrong, everything's at stake. And then there's other doctrine, uh, beliefs about other things in the Bible that are open to discussion. Uh, but so many of us can get caught up with things that entice us. Uh, the pursuit of knowledge, the pursuit to try to figure out God, uh, all of which often has to do with our need for control. And some of us get caught up with things like Bible codes and numbers in the Bible and biblical theory and hidden messages in the Bible, uh, all of which can be a fun pursuit, uh, can be a fun hobby. But uh, man, without balance, they could lead us actually astray and far from God. Uh, so there is a doctrinal truth that are, are doctrines of the church that are sound doctrines that have been held for a couple thousand years that have been taught by the church uh, and really are handed down by Jesus Christ and the apostles themselves. And so many of us can get that wrong. And, and I just want to set the stage for the discussion. We are never going to fully understand God. We are never going to fully understand perfect biblical doctrine uh, because we're fallible human beings, but we have enough. God has given us enough in the word of God to uh, understand his plan for salvation, relationship with God. And what we have to understand is we can't get caught up, caught up in knowledge. Uh, we have to get caught up with doing the life of Christ. What that means is we have to understand the word, allow the word to go from our, our head and our hearts and out through our hands. And we literally can spend a lifetime trying to live the life of Christ. So Pastor Angel, why don't you share with us a little bit about your thoughts and ideas of why you brought this topic up? Oh, thanks, Pastor Ramon. That was a good, very good introduction. Um, I, um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the topics is just comes from just truth. You know, that's the, the thought process that I had, you know, um, what is truth? You know, what truth do we live by? How do we um, how do we establish our lives on that truth once we find it? And we know that our truth is based on Jesus Christ. Our truth is that Jesus is the son of God. He died on the cross. He resurrected on the third day. Um, and he is our truth. He is our way to eternal life. He is our way for in redemption. He is our he is the giver of forgiveness of sins. He is the embodiment of our truth, just complete. Um, and as I was thinking about truth and what we believe in our standards of living and, and how we live and why we live the way we live, um, I started thinking about how, although we have the truth and many have truth in different areas, what they call truth in the areas, we are not perfect enough to um, hold that truth to our own standards, which means that we need the Holy Spirit to guide us and help us each and every day of our lives. And that, and that we are susceptible from straying away um, if we don't um, maintain or, or take a hold of what we, of what we call truth. Um, if we take our eyes off the focus of that truth, which is Jesus, we can be led astray. We can be led to different thoughts. Our lives will change in a, living in a sense of not what God has uh, established for our lives. 
Um, so my focus on it is, you know, the truth, the doctrine of salvation or, or, or you know, like you were saying in the beginning, there's so many doctrines we can talk about, but we know that what we believe in is, tr- is, is, is found in Christ. So I believe that since that's the foundation, if we can maintain ourselves in that foundation, which is Jesus Christ, we should, we, sh- we, we focus on him. We're able to um, live the, the truth, the life that God wants us to live according to the way he has established for us to live and not to stray away. Um, so that was my thought process in that. I don't know if any of you guys want to share something more uh, on the topic. Yeah, I want to uh, just share 1 Timothy uh, 4.16. Paul writes to Timothy, watch your life and doctrine closely, preserve in them, uh, persevere in them, because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Uh, so guys, basically, here's what we need to understand is we need to believe what the Bible says. If it's not in the Bible and somebody's teaching it, it doesn't count. You, you need to understand that. If it's a distortion of what the Bible says, it doesn't count. Uh, what is sound doctrine that we're to persevere in? It's what we have been taught from Jesus through the apostles and into today. And what we have to understand, it's the application of the word of God. Any distortion of it, anything missing in sound doctrine as handed down by Jesus and the apostles, it doesn't count. And if our doctrine is right, you can save yourself, scripture says, and your hearers. If your doctrine's wrong, we might actually be sending ourselves to hell. So doctrine is really important. Again, handed down by Jesus, supported by the apostles, handed down to us today. And if we're not living that, it doesn't count. Uh, Dave, you got any thoughts on that, Pastor Dave? Which one? Which one? Uh, either one. There's two Dave. So I, I defer to both of you. Seniority. Pastor Dave Peterson, go ahead, sir. Yeah, you know, as I have taught uh, systematic, what's called systematic theology in a number of different contexts, particularly overseas in a couple of different Bible colleges. Systematic theology is basically an understanding of what the Bible teaches about God, about the Trinity, about uh, Jesus, about salvation, about human being, you know, all of that, the church, what, it all, what, it all, what, it, what it's all about. And so I'm very much in tune with, um, you know, with doctrine, with underst- uh, of really having strong, solid doctrine. But that being said, I have to say that the first priority, I think, of our lives is that we have a relationship with Jesus. Many years ago, I served uh, on a... Um, uh, actually, two years in a row, I served for a week in a camp for special needs special needs uh, uh, people. They were young and old. And um, there was so much joy there. There was so much love. And they were, many of them were Christians, and they loved the Lord. Did they have an understanding of Jesus as the Trinity? No. Did they have an understanding of what the Bible was all about and bib- what we call bibliology? Uh, you know, did they have the- No, they didn't have it. But yet they had a relationship with Jesus and they were recipients of the love of Jesus. And so I think that's where we have to start with, number one, our relationship with Jesus. But then each of us is given a trust, a trust of how we use our thinking, how we use our minds, how, how we understand more and more about God. Uh, and so they... You know, those who were in that special needs camp, they had a, different levels of understanding. Some of them probably could talk about doctrine to no end, but uh, uh, but many of them didn't have that. And so I, my, my point is that, first of all, we need to grow in our relationship with Jesus. And then we grow in our relationship with Jesus, to Pastor Armando's point, we grow in our relationship with Jesus by becoming more and more immersed in the scriptures, 
more and more immersed in what we call the scriptures, the word of God and understanding what God says about himself, what God says about salvation, what God says about Jesus, what God says about us and our relationship with him. So I just wanted to kind of preface our remarks tonight with that. Yeah. And like, um, you know, like Pastor Armando led us off tonight, there's certain doctrines that are like super important, right? Those are like the major important doctrines, but there's like thousands of doctrines. There's thousands of books you could read about all these minor doctrines. And so that's what I think is important that we focus on, you know, what the major doctrines are, right? That Jesus is the son of God. He came to this earth. He died on the cross. He rose from the grave to, um, you know, achieve forgiveness of sins for us. And I think it's important for us as Christians to be able to disagree on some of the minor things that maybe aren't that important and to be like, you know what, we might disagree on some of these things, but it's cool because we still both love Jesus and want to, you know, spread the good news. Um, So I think that's an important part of it too, is for us not to get caught up in some of the minor things that maybe aren't that important and to still have some unity um, amongst Christians. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. St. Augustine said, um, and what, what would it say, Gustin, say again? He said, in the essentials, unity, non-essentials, liberty, and in all things, love. And I think that really piggybacks what uh, Pastor De Freitas is really sharing, is that there is doctrine that is absolutely essential. Uh, and, and what would happen, like a lot of Christians in this world who don't have a Bible, that what really makes us a Christian is one true doctrine. Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for your sins, rose from the dead. He is God, and he is our only pathway to salvation. That alone makes you a Christian and part of the family of Jesus. Everything else, though important, and there's levels of importance, can be secondary. But that is one we can never compromise. That is one we always have to get right. And it's the fullness of doctrine of that doctrine, the fullness of the uh, good good news story, the gospel. And what that means is that there has to be repentance of sins, which means there has to be identification of sin. There's payment of sin through Jesus. There's forgiveness of sin. Uh, and then there's made right standing with God through Jesus Christ. So, so that is an essential doctrine that makes us children of God, whether we have the Bible or not. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to, to that point there, uh, if you think of you know, you think of the Bible or doctrines as a, as a river. Okay. And that river is wide. It has tributaries. As you move outside the edges of that river, it becomes more shallow. Sometimes there's neat kind of tributaries to kind of go into and check and see what's out there, but you can get stuck there. And I think many people get stuck in those little tributaries and then they end up creating their own river or whatever, based upon the little tributary that they're in. Uh, and so that, I, 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 so to apply that to you know the scriptures, there's plenty of things in scripture. Dave, Dave Freitas, you mentioned just a few minutes ago. You know, there's those minor doctrines which we can go into, and but it, and we could study them and we could debate them and everything like that. But when it really comes down to it, it's what's in the center of the river. And in the center of the river, the water is deep. The water is, 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 is pure in the center of the river. There is, there is the coolness in, the, in that. And, and so, you know, let's, let's stick as much as we can in the center of the river of doctrine rather than getting off in all those side tributaries and such. Not. So what you're Absolutely. saying is that there's a lot of layers to it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of layers like a cake. Um, but there's that foundation that has, when you first start baking, right, there's that first foundation. And, and like we were saying before, it's, 
it's the the minor details that that the day freeze was talking about as long as our we can talk about them and debate them but as long as our foundation is christ if it leads back to christ like you know you don't you don't change the yeah. foundation um once you lose that then you lose everything just collapses um, as long as our foundation is in christ you know we will you know that that in itself is the, good, the greatest starting point you can have which mm -hmm. i think spoke about a little bit too you know jesus christ died he resurrected you know in him we're made standing before god Th that that can't be debated if you if you take out christ we have nothing um so what, what is truth if he if he's the way the truth and the life if he's that truth if you remove christ and what is true the truth will be basically what we want it to be yeah and then we're and we'll live in a very subjective world right pastor angel is what you're referring to we'll create our own rights and wrongs we'll create our own morality our uh, we'll create our own, um, you know, beliefs, and this is how I'm going to live because there's no one else to change that thought process. But when Christ comes into our lives, our thought process changes. Romans 12, you know, we're not, we shouldn't, we're, we're, we're not conformed by the, by the world. We're, re, we're being renewed, um, not conformed. So we're focusing on what's true, which is Jesus Christ. And, and as long as we have him in the center, everything else, everything else is everything else, but that can't be changed. And, and that's, that's, that's what we have to focus on you know where where is that doctrine not not in the doctrine itself but that we hold fast to the truth which is so many layers but we have to like and like they said the, the river the, mi the middle the deep part of the river if we focus on that which i believe will be the truth which is in jesus christ everything else would just be able to come together um and we'll be able to to you know to understand and yeah we'll have our own thought process on different things but as long as we have that core i think we'll be okay we're centered correctly yeah. Yeah, I, th I think, Pastor Angel, as I'm hearing you, you bring up another doctrinal truth that is undisputable, that is essential, that can't be changed. And it's the idea that all all of God's word, right, the Bible itself is God-breathed, right, that's 2 Timothy 3.16, um, that the word of God has authority, that it's transcendent, that it's still true today. Because you, you mentioned that without truth as a core, people are going to go off into uh, subjective truth, right? My truth is my truth, your truth is your truth. But what happens when they all conflict? Can you talk to us a little bit about um, your view, beliefs, doctrinal, uh, the doctrinal stance on the word of God being authoritative? Yeah, I, I, I think the word of God is our sole authority. Um, that's what we based everything on. We can't base it on any books are good to read. I always say that it's good to read. It's good to hear other people, but the authoritative word of God is where everything is found. Our our conduct, right? That's what that's what Timothy mm -hmm. says. Our conduct, um, correction, um, everything is there. And I believe that the Bible is as as the probably the most important book that you can read through in your life on a daily basis. I believe it's 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 your connection to God. It's life. Jesus said it was life. Jesus said that you study the scriptures diligently because in it you find eternal life. Uh, I believe the word of God is not just in the other book. I believe that when I read it. It's as if God is speaking to me right now, because His Word is life. It's just for every season, um, um, and I believe that that doctrine is, is just one of the top ones. And I believe that that one is not debatable. <laughs> I believe that the, the the Bible is authoritative Word of God. I believe that it's God breathed. I believe it was uh, given by the Holy Spirit for Peter, right, uh, to, to to the men and women. So I I believe that 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 doctrine isn't right on the top of the list. Uh, there there's no layers to that. I believe that it's 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 necessary, and I believe it's it's, it's a truth that can't be denied and can't be changed. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to keep in mind, uh, Pastor Angel, too, that um, you know, doctrine is yes, it's it it is definitely important, 
and it's important that we have it lined up with the scriptures, with the word of God. But let's remember that it's not just so we could talk about it. It's not just so we could we could say, oh, I believe this, I believe that. But it's so ha- it's so we could live right. You know, the scriptures. Why are the scriptures given to us? Why are, why are the scriptures? All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Okay, for for what for for doctrine, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the person of God may be thoroughly equipped for the good works which God has set out for them to do. And so the ultimate purpose of the scriptures, the ultimate purpose of doctrine is that we live it out in our lives. It's not just to talk about it. You know, and I think a lot of times people, even within Christian circles, we get so involved in, you know, in, in, in all these other conversations and they're, they're good, they're fun, but let's recognize that ultimately our, the purpose of all that is that we may live rightly as God has called us to live according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a, yeah, what do you think, what do you, what do you think about those that are absorbed the truth and they're, they're what, mm-hmm. uh, we're supposed to be not only hearers of the word but doers of it. So there's people- James one twenty seven, right, Pastor Angel? Yeah, Religion exactly. that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this: to look after orphans and widows in distress, keep one's self uh, from being polluted by idols. So, as we recognize what you're saying, Pastor Angel, is that the and, and Pastor Dave, you're, you're alluding to this as well, that the truth of the word has to be more than just filling our head and our hearts. It, it has to become action in our lives. Can you tell us more about that, Pastor Angel? Yeah, I mean, um, I, 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 in a sense of just knowing, there are those that know, they can, they know, they just know the word from cover to cover. Um, but I think that knowing, there's a difference between knowing and action. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you can say, well, this is what scripture says, and this is what God says, and this is what God wants, and this is what God desires, and this is the Holy Spirit's, desire in our lives and he has a purpose and he wants us to do this all, all in well truth but i believe that what we read and what we know has to be an action in our lives right right faith without works is dead so yeah. that there, there has to be uh it's an the, the word of god is like an action verb in our lives you know if we are to say god is love then they, then love must be demonstrated in us if god is peace then there should be a sense of peace yeah. through us if god is faithful then there's a sense of faithfulness with us so I believe, I believe that we, I think Second um, Corinthians 6 says that we work together with him when, when Paul writes mm-hmm. the chapter. So we are co-laborers with him. So it's kind of tough to say I work with someone, but he does 100% of the work. And I'm just, how are we co-laborers that way? So I believe that there is a reflection of God's word in our lives, in each, in, in, in our lives on a daily basis. What, whatever that may be, everyone's on a different journey and, and going through different things on a different day. But I believe that the word of God is alive in the sense that it is reflected through us uh, and, and touches other people in that way. I believe that what well, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6, we work together with him. I believe that we are, and Ephesians says we are co-laborers. So I believe that, that, that that's, that's probably the focus of how I look at it. No, that's good. That's good, guys. I really appreciate that. And, you know, I want to, Joe Marie said something really key earlier. Uh, my wife, she said that uh, truth is not fluid, right? Uh, it's not what we want it to be. Um, truth can't be changed. First uh, John 4, 1 reminds us, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Uh, understand this. We hear a lot of things today. There's lots of things about the Bible on social media, uh, YouTube, uh, anywhere. I mean, so many videos, so many teachers, so many pastors, so many prophets, like 
miles long, and, and some of which are teaching out like bold-faced lies in contradiction to the word of God, yet presenting it as the word of God. So how do you keep yourself safe? How do you guard your hearts? As scripture tells us, you have to test it. How do you test it? By not just receiving what even you hear tonight in this discussion. Don't just receive it. Test it. Open the Bible. Is what Pastor Armando, Pastor Angel, Pastor Freitas, Pastor Peterson, is what they said true? Does it line up with the word of God? If it does, then it's truth. If it doesn't, then you're a false prophet, right? And then you should not be listened to at all. Guys, that's how we keep ourselves safe. You got to test the spirits because if our beliefs go from truth to being wrong, we can literally find ourselves miles and miles away from truth and God is truth. You don't want to be miles and miles away from God. You know, one popular deception out today is that the gospel uh, is just good. Uh, let me say it this way, that the gospel uh, you could talk about it without repentance. There is no gospel without repentance. There is no good news without Jesus. Popular thought. There's many avenues to God. No, there's not many avenues. Truth is not fluid. There's one avenue, and his name is Jesus. That's the hope of the world. Imagine if we got that wrong. Imagine if there were many avenues. Poor Jesus. He would have got off that cross, resurrected <clears throat> from the dead, and said, yo, dude, I went through all of that, and there was another way? Like, if there was any other way, I, I could have saved myself the cross, the nails, the pain, but there was no other way. Truth isn't fluid. We got to know the word. So, so if you're a follower of Jesus, we're all at, I love what you said, Pastor Angel. We are all at different levels in our journey. Some of us are just reading the word for the first time. Some of us have never cracked the book. Others have opened it for 20 years. Here's the truth that we all have to do. No matter how much you've read it, how many years it's been. Guys, a healthy believer is accountable for what we have. Not every Christian in this world has a Bible. What they have is Jesus. For those that have a Bible, we are gifted with more. We have more gifts, more talents, more ability. Let us take the good fortune we have, the blessing we have. Let us open the word. Let us grow in the word. And most importantly, let the word grow us. I heard a Christian say this once, and then I want to uh, give the floor to one of the other pastors. They said, all my life, I've been a believer. I've been going to church. I knew the word. I was a Christian with a really big Christian head with a little tiny Christian heart. Wow. What they had was a lot of Bible knowledge, guys, but what they lacked was application. Wow. Guys, the Bible has to become real in your life and mine. Truth has to become real. The Bible teaches us that we are to put on the life of Christ. We are living sacrifices, no longer ourselves. So let's stop getting caught up on the minor things and let's agree on the major things and Man, let us apply that truth to our lives and stop being people who just talk the talk. Believers, followers of Jesus, we have to walk the walk. Otherwise, we just have big Christian minds and little itty bitty Christian hearts. You know, um, Julie, Julie, I want to read something that Julie wrote. Uh, Peterson, I think is uh, pretty great. Uh, she wrote, if you are sure of your relationship with God and study the word, and I love how she put the word in caps, yeah, Julie, not just, not just read. Your understanding will line up with the word of God. The roots of the doctrine, you, the, the roots of the doctrine are in the word of God. Your root development will be strong and your outward growth will be seen by your actions. I think that was a very powerful statement that you wrote there. Um, I just want to share that. Awesome. Thank you, Julie. She was great with me plagiarizing. <laughs> we might borrow that one. I, I All right, a, um, Judy, I got a screenshot, Judy. I'm going to keep that one. 
Yep. And you know, it just for me, it goes back to the whole. You know, I think we, we mentioned it last week, where the Apostle Paul he says, "Grow. How do we grow? Grow in grace, and grow in knowledge." You know, we need both of those things. We need the growth in terms of grace, in terms of our acceptance by God, regardless of who we've been or where we've been or where we're at, but God's unmerited favor and acceptance and love for us. Grow in the relationship with our Heavenly Father and then also grow in our knowledge of God through the scriptures and through the word. So with, as Julie said, we have that good root system that will then ultimately be revealed in how, what comes out of our lives to other people. Now, like what you said, I want to grow. I mean, I want to grow, Dave. (laughs) Um, And we grow, man, by, I know it's pretty big. We grow by reading this, man. Mm -hmm. I love it. I mean, I I just, just, I think Armando said it, the blessing of having the truth so close and you don't want to be so far away from this. Um, I think it's it's just, I mean, if 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 we've experienced truth and we know what truth is, why we want to why we want to be far away from that? I mean, mm-hmm. I think that, I think that's very important, you know. But I want to go, Dave. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. So, so Pastor Angel, I want to comment. You, you held up your Bible, and I felt something deep in my heart. I really did. Man, it's funny sometimes how we th- take things for granted. You know, even when you think about loved ones, right? We we take relationships for granted until something or someone is lost, and it's only then in the loss you realize how meaningful it was to you. And as I think about the Bible you picked up. I recognize that in China and in many countries around the world, it's illegal for believers to have Bibles. They, they don't have them. But what they do have, uh, they get fragments or little pieces and they piece them together and everybody memorizes this verse, that verse. And, and there's people literally who memorize in churches whole books of the Bible because they don't own one. They get fragments shipped in by missionaries and each person uh, re- recites a a Bible book. And when you get enough people in the church, they're able to recite each Bible book. I mean, literally word for word. And yet here we are, and our Bibles collect inches of dust. And that's not to make you feel bad. I want to encourage you, church. God gave you the word as a gift, as an inheritance. You know, the psalmist talked about how sweet the word of God is and how it's such a blessing to his soul. It is to ours, but when we don't open it, we actually limit the blessing of God in our lives. We are fortunate. And one day we're going to stand before the Lord as stewards and we have access to the Bibles. Guys, we have to do something with them. We need to apply the truth of the word to our lives and how we grow. I, I love what you said, Pastor because when you said, I want to grow, I wanted to chase you and be like, yeah, me too. I want to grow too. Like, how do we grow? It's through the knowledge of the word and the application of the word, which I want to tell you guys, to put on the life of Christ, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit. None of us can do it in and of ourselves. Being like Jesus means we have to die to ourselves every day. And as a little bit more of us dies, there's more of Christ standing. And that is only made possible through the Holy Spirit in your life and mine. We hope you enjoyed our podcast. We have a new message that comes out every week. You can click the link in the description below to follow us on Facebook or Instagram, or jump onto our website at fusionchurchny.com for more information. We would like you to be a part of what God is doing at Fusion Church, so please subscribe to our podcast and share it on social media. Make sure you tag us. We want to get to know you and feel free to rate us and leave a review.